Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Rowe, and Camus on the SGP Podcast. Shut up, Camus! Are you ready? Listening to the SGP podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP podcast. Stan C. Romaran, Raf Camus, and Andre Bigodala himself, <laughs> Chino hey! Liao, joining us on the podcast this week here at the Balai. We're recording this on May One. Happy Labor Day! On the little chair, the white chair. He got demoted. Demoted. I am the sixth man. Wait lang, wait lang. Before, before we uh, make fun of Chino's wait, 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 also. We just have to say, pagpupugay yeah. sa lahat ng mga oh, yeah, trabajadores. Yeah, yeah, right. That's right, that's right. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Uh, happy Labor Day to all the laborers, which yes. is pretty much all of us because we are hardworking adults yes. in the room yes. who, who, who scrape and grind every day to make Except for money. me because I am unemployed. Well, that's true. But you try. At least you try. You have tried to become a laborer. So wala kang estafa record sa ano mo. That's preventing you from getting a job. And at the same time, Andre Andre Gudala actually has been starting in this series. Oh yeah, I saw oh, that's that. Also I watched that. Yeah. There is actual there so you're no longer six yes, man, yeah, okay. you're fringe starter. Yeah. <laughs> Switch off. Yeah, shout out to all the jobbers as well who do the hard work and put people over because that's what they're paid to do. <laughs> yeah. Working that work. Yeah. Getting that uh, getting that business done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this is one of the few times it's a weekday and I'm actually not on radio. I'm sure you guys also had your breaks, but I oh, yes. didn't do this by choice. I, I actually got pretty sick since Sunday night. I've been pretty sick. Right after the show, no? Yeah, right after the show. Uh, I powered through work yesterday, but in between songs, I would just be cursing up a storm inside the booth and keeling over, literally double over in pain. So, uh, word to the wise, uh, watch what you eat. What did you eat? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it was that made me sick. So I went to the doctor yesterday. Tapos sabi ng doctor, it's either something viral or may masama akong nakain and whatever microbe it was stay in my stomach. Hindi ko pa siya na-poop out. Well, that's so. you, man. Because we ate at the same place after the show last Sunday and I, I didn't get anything. Buti nga kayo. Good for you guys. <laughs> I like how this is the first thing we talk about. <laughs> no, well, it's a, it's a medical Because Stan update. shits. Well, yes. Well, that's, 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 that's a running we joke. Are, no, no, that's a, the running joke that Stan shits. And there is a children's book called Everybody Poops. One of my favorite children's books by the way <laughs> that's by uh, the guy from the office the uh, yes <laughs> I forget who wrote that or who, who the guy from the but, office yeah. um, what's his face um, fucking see Ryan the guy who plays yeah, yeah, Ryan yeah. Um, BJ Novak no that's yes Zachary Levi no no no, 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 BJ Novak. B- B- I think no, I, I don't know. I, anyway, 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 that guy. Google right. him. Uh, speaking of children's stuff, let's talk about the Firefly Funhouse because uh, they released this now segment number two. Segment, segment two. two. Okay. Yeah. So segment we got episode. to meet Rambling Rabbit this uh, week, 
And Ray White also introduced his word of the week, which is sociopath. <laughs> Woo. Very, very apt. No, no, no. I, I, I think Chino has a huge I take. I love this yeah. whole thing, man. Yeah. It's so <laughs> subversive. It's very... You know how there's this like secret so- Southern American theory of how uh, Walt Disney is secretly a racist? Look, right? he was. Walt Disney is a man. man. It's very like subversive. You know how like Cuphead was based off of the subversive cartoons? Yes. Yeah, yeah. right? mm. This is so much like that. And I like how they're using such a wholesome medium like mm. children's TV shows to, to portray, yeah. portray such a psychopath like Bray Wyatt. At this point, if you think that the Firefly Funhouse is nothing but an actual children's show, you are really dumb. Yes. You oh are dumb God. as a rock. Grossly mistaken. All, all these people commenting on, on social media about, oh, they just ruined the great characters. The payoff over this will be so good. Chaka if it, it is time. good. Chaka no first episode pa lang, hindi Yes. I'm not yeah. sure if you guys know this, but uh, in the mid 2000s, there was this very subversive children's program in uh, I'm not sure if it was Palestine or something, featuring what? this Mickey Mouse ripoff called <laughs> oh, yes, Far yes, for yes, the yes. Mouse. Okay, okay, I've I seen this. this. I've I seen this. this. Yes. And then it would spot propaganda, a very anti-Semitic, and it was also very uh, uh, so much propaganda to the innocently point that innocently presented. Also. Yes, innocently presented, and then there was a kid interacting with Far for the Mouse where he talked about Jews as terrorists. <laughs> And Farfour was really a Mickey Mouse caricature. Yeah. And he would speak like, Oh, my name is Farfour Mouse. <laughs> oh no, damn it, Lance. Oh my God, the terrorist, the Jewish terrorist is killing me. So, gurun talaga yung dialogue niya. And then Farfour would get killed and be replaced by a different mascot animal until year two where I think fifth or sixth mascot na yun, And they were all killed by the Jews. Damn. So, this, this should happen between 07 and 09. And I don't know why, but when I watched the Firefly Funhouse, That's you know who na kong Yeah. Not it's Happy Tree Friends and that's no, 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 Happy Tree happy Friends, friends no. is, is over the top. Yeah, Happy Tree Friends is not very subtle. Uh, also, I think it's also this Bray Wyatt watching too much Johnny and Papa uh, videos on YouTube. But, yeah, I was gonna say Johnny and Papa, and then it's boss. Wait, it's that one. Yeah. Yes. I wonder how much of this is influenced by the fact that he's a new father. Oh, no, not yet. Not it's yet, already... yet though. She's just, she's just got the baby bump. No. But he was already a daddy before this. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, right. Yeah. So, I, I love the Firefly Funhouse Chino. I'm with yeah, you on that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really great. It, and it's so fucked up. Yeah, I want to see it where, so I wanna see where it goes from I like, I loved Bray Wyatt as a character to begin with. Just because it's such a different take on the quote-unquote horror wrestling. You know, like the Undertaker and Kane. And that's like, that's okay, man. But that's like traditional horror in a sense. So, you bring something this twisted into it. A 21st century spin, if you will. It's just so... I love it. I'm geeking out. Alright, another thing that people are geeking out about right now is the new video that John Moxley has posted on his Twitter feed. Dean Ambrose is officially dead. Yeah, so... Yeah, and basically... So for those of you who still think this is a work, very clear. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That guy uh, from What Culture just lost a lot of money. Yes. They have a running bet on that. Anyway. John Moxley, FKA Dean Ambrose, has released a 1 minute and 30-something second video uh, it's basically a trailer for whatever he's got up next. There are people pointing out that there are little nuances in the video that yes. point to something bigger, like the dice. You can see the numbers 2 and 5. So May 25 is the date for Double or Nothing, so he could be going yes. to AEW. Please. Here's the thing, though. Uh, 
it would be too soon, I think, if he if it was a teaser for him to go to AEW. So he just got released from his yeah, uh, yes. WWE contract. But and then uh, there should be yeah. a 90-day no-compete clause, and 90 days is three months. Which is a long way away, but how long was it since he was last on TV? That's like uh, He if, was on last week. Yeah, he was on last week. He was. They did the whole Shield, Shield okay, special. Okay, so Shield special. Shield special oh. was, okay, outside of that, because that was, what, network? Yeah, but still. It's still, 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 yeah, 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 okay. still so I don't know. Maybe, so, maybe, so, maybe there was an arrangement. We so don't either, know. Either there was an arrangement in which he somehow managed to waive his 90-day no-compete contract, uh, no-compete clause, or it's just him announcing that he'll be or promoting AEW. Yeah, pro- it could probably. Or maybe it's a huge yeah. red herring. I don't know. I don't think it's a red herring because like, uh, all of these AEW guys are reacting. interacting to the. Oh, I like what like I, I haven't seen like other the other one of the other guys who is signed to the AEW and you kind of forget it, Jimmy Havoc, right. who doesn't have a match for. Double or nothing. That is true. They're both deathmatch uh, crazy people, right? Yes. So, so there's there is that. Huh? You know, start they getting are your bo- hands together for it. They are both lovers of barbed things. So <laughs> and, and the barbed wire came into play oh, in yeah. the video. Yeah. It's like hmm, this is not this is not outside of their wheelhouse. So, yeah, there may be a special uh, consideration given to yeah, so that's the the video is him breaking out of the prison his, of his former employment. We would assume. We would assume. And yeah, the metaphors a, are very strong. Yeah, yeah. and then there is oh, yes. a big dog running wild. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not, very, not, not, not very subtle, very subtle at all. Yeah. We, we, we just didn't know where the architect was. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't there like an explosion? So someone burned something down. Oh, oh. there you, there you go. I was Interesting. Say, He's bringing the shield with him. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. What if Reddit go speculate? <laughs> what if it's just a trailer for a new TV series or something? Or a new WWE films product? <laughs> WWE films with Dean Ambrose and fucking Dean the Ambrose as the John as Mox. Not AEW presents uh, John Moxley, Tyler Black, and Leaki. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Who uh, <laughs> booked this shit? Uh, but yeah, I think I think I think it's it's if it does if it does result in the AEW um, double or nothing, even an appearance just to set up a Jimmy Havoc match down the line could be cool. All right, Sina, because well, uh, I really don't know how it's happening with the uh, no compete. Yeah, that's the only like obstacle he has to overcome, though. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, but for what it's worth, congratulations and welcome back, John Moxley. Welcome back. All right. Now let's get to another talking point that uh, we want to get to, and that is the Dark Side of the Ring series on Viceland. So this is a documentary series that debuted sometime in April. And for us here in the Philippines, it's hard to hard to get access to it because uh, there are some uh, geographic blocking thingamabobs. Geotagging, yes. Yeah, geotagging thingamabobs going on on uh, the Viceland domain. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, location so services, etc. Even it's, though, even though Vice actually does have an office here. Yeah, now. exactly. It's weird. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Now we really fair, can't Vice do it organically. Not yes. that good. Not, no, not that good. It's, not that starting. But it's out. there. That's the thing. Well, that's, my presence. My presence. I can't. No. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. My presence does. So I don't understand why they would be blocking Vice from abroad. Yeah. Uh, so I've actually seen the three episodes. I got creative and I found a way to uh, to catch them. Because there are always ways. Yeah. Uh, the Illegal first two episodes. Ways. <laughs> The first two episodes uh, were narrated by Zeb Coulter or Dutch Mantel. And then the third one uh, was narrated by Mick Foley. Ooh. And both of them do a very good job of narrating because uh, they both have this, this gravitas to their voice. 
Tapos yung Bruiser Brody special, uh, mystery pa rin yung pagkakatreat kasi yes. it's still a mystery at this point, di ba? Uh, Mick Foley has his way of captivating you with the storytelling na parang he wants you to get sucked in and be brought back to the late 80s. Audio, audio book. It's, it's audio book Mick Foley. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's pretty good. Which um, episode did he narrate? Uh, Bruiser Brody episode, episode 3. Um, it was good how they were able to get all these figures back and interview them. So they, for Kunari, the Montreal Screwjob, they got Bruce Pritchard, Jim Cornette, Bret Hart. Uh, so they got them involved in the Bruiser Brody episode. They were able to track down Brody's widow and his kid. Na siempre adult na ngayon. Uh, they got to talk to Tony Atlas, Abdullah the Butcher, and the contemporaries. Ni and Dutch even, uh, even during the Macho Man episode, I remember uh, David Shoemaker talking about how they got in touch with uh, Macho Man's brother, his yeah. sister, all Lanny Popo. Lanny. Mm-hmm. Nagdabi na ng relatives. Nagdabi so pero yung vice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a big budget production, talaga. Yes. Um, I I would say it's almost on the level almost on the level of the Andre the Giant documentary yeah, from Vice doesn't fuck, Vice around, doesn't fuck around with, with documentaries. Yeah. So, ang ganda, ang ganda. so uh, my advice is for fellow <laughs> Pinoy wrestling fans if you can find a way to catch it please do um, it, it's really informative and it's it's a good um, use of two hours of your time mm. it's a good it's a good palate cleanser after you know all Raw the or Smackdown yeah. <laughs> yeah, it shows you how like even if it's all kayfabe and oh it's wrestling there's still life outside of all of this where it's just as interesting as what's happening in the ring. With drugs. Yeah, with yeah. drugs and murder. And, and lots of drugs. So, so people like us, Iba, we're so persmarkety, we're, we're jaded even. Yes. Um, for someone like my dad who isn't as persmarkety as us, I think he would have his mind blown if he actually watched these videos. Mm, and and so show him. <laughs> yeah, I, I should, I should, one of these days. Um, for me, naman, when I was watching, it was kind of weird because these people who were featured on the videos, I actually saw them in real life just a couple weeks ago. Mm. Yes. So like, I actually got to talk to Lanny Pofo and I saw Tony Atlas just walking past me. So it, it was very surreal. And Mick Foley, obviously. Obviously. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it was nice to get suckered back into that WrestleMania experience and then at the same time, having to relive these historic moments in the industry. Because like for most of us, we've seen like we've we've read about these topics somewhere on the darker side of the internet. Also, yeah, the yeah. And, and, and good one, the, the good book by the great book by David Shoemaker. Shoemaker. Like I mean, that, and we're all we're all disciples yeah, of Shoemaker here. Yeah, that, that is true. That great book has a lot of articles about specifically uh, Miss Elizabeth Matroman and um, uh, Bruiser Brody. So yeah. it's you have already have some idea what they'll be about, but how Vice presents them is is something worth looking out for. It's like, you know the story, you know how this ends, but this side of it yes. is, is just so much, could be so much better because like, I'm just waiting for it to transfer on my USB drive <laughs> as we're doing this podcast. And for what it's worth, uh, watching Bruce Pritchard get interviewed actually made me want to listen to his podcast mm. Something to Wrestle. I also started listening yes. to it today. Yeah, so it's, it's on Spotify. Good. Yeah, yeah, it, it, is, it is, it is. It is on Spotify. And yeah. the thing that I use, podcast, it's on there. <laughs> Stop promoting your app. Are they paying you? <laughs> no, it's okay. We want to get paid too because we should be getting paid too. Hey, you guys are on there too. Relax. Yeah. Kala ko may Hulu has live sports ka Because eh. they got Yanis. Oh, okay. They got Yanis for Hulu has live I, sports I for the playoffs and it's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Uh, anything else on your radars that you want to talk about in this week in wrestling? No, I'm good. Uh, yeah. Because you know, the... Just the Kyrie Sane thing. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, let, let's bitch about that a bit. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> we ask, uh, because enough. we haven't bitched enough no. on this episode. Yet. Oh no. So Team Japan came out on SmackDown this week. So that's Asuka and Kyrie Sane together with Paige, who's their mouthpiece, and they came out to the laziest mashup I've ever. Heard. It's not a mashup. 
It's a cut to cut to cut. It's like oh. it's like you know how really bad DJs switch between songs. No, no, segue, segue, crossfader, lang crossfade, crossfade, crossfade. Hindi nga crossfade. It's pinay lang yung talaga. It's like hitting next on your player and then back. So jarring niya because it starts out with the epic theme of Kyrie, the by the beginning. Uh, ask a song place and then they just shuffle back and forth. Hindi talaga pinag-isipan, wala man ng creativity. And I'm not sure who to blame. Are we blaming yung internal music group? Are we blaming CFO dollar sign? I don't think I don't think it got to CFO because if if it did, you'd at least hear something to the effect of you know a blending of sorts. So okay, now that we are on the topic of the problem, what would be like an appropriate solution? Uh, uh, make them a new theme. Or yes. scratch. No, no, I wouldn't start from scratch. I would pick one theme and then run with it. See, I would, I would say, yeah. I would go with that and say, pick Asuka's theme. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay lang. It's because, more generic. Eh. Yeah. Because they can also just remix the shit out of this and make it like an early 2000s Because um, the, the problem mix. you're facing here is both themes are so vastly different that even if you creatively mix them, yeah. it's like a slower track with a much faster... Walang beat matching. Diba? So, parang hindi mo siya mag-beat match talaga. I know. I have limited knowledge on DJing. So, maybe starting from scratch, just picking one might be the better option. Yeah. You don't even have to have DJ knowledge to know na sobrang lazy bad, pagkakagawa. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's true. I mean, I'm not defending whoever did it. I'm just saying... Because you can actually... Like, if you have two Winamp players on your... On your so that's what laptop. I thought they did. They that's, that's what, that's what, pulled that, out the Windows 96. Because that's the shit I used to do on Winamp. You have two players, one song, one song, try and make it work. That's what they came out with, and it's terrible. I mean, you know, to be fair, the graphics were actually okay. Oh, the, the graphic, parang, no, they were able to fine. kind of make it merge, but the audio talaga, so joy, really just took me out of getting hype over seeing Team Japan. But Team Japan is doing good things. Yeah, we can, yeah, maybe that. they'll get on the fact that the music sucks. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, so uh, let's hope. Let's hope that they actually change that before the next uh, episode of SmackDown. Um, you know, just to wrap things up, uh, they, they're building towards Money in the Bank. You've already got your card set up for the most part. Uh, your the women's fields, money in the bank, yeah, men's money in the bank. Set. There's a rumor that came out that there's going to be an NXT money. Oh yeah. That's, well, we don't know yet. We don't know. That's we don't, just, it it's in the dirt sheets, right? Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. When, confirmed. when, are, when are the next round of tapings? Next week? For NXT? For NXT. I'm not sure. It could uh, be It could be this week, like uh, Thursday this week. week. Okay. Because yeah, we're recording on a Wednesday. Sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not so sure. Uh, we have run out of spoilers, technically. So yes. there should be a there new set of tapings There should be a new set of tapings, yeah, uh, But what we know so far is we've got Kofi versus KO, AJ versus Seth, and then men's and women's Money in the Bank uh, matches, then Becky Lacey and Becky Charlotte. Yeah, the things we announced last week. So for the most part, the main card is set? Question mark? I think so, yeah. yeah. yeah that's the, the, and Money in the Bank is how many weeks away? Three weeks away. Three weeks. Yeah. So this is plenty of time to add more matches. Actually, yeah, you, are, you also have Roman, Elias, and then Miz and Shane in a steel cage. So oh, it's yes. eight yes. matches already. That's, that's that's almost the full card. Yeah, kulang nila siguro na magdagdag sila siguro ng like a tag team championship match yes. or something. Yeah, Not, or, well, no, they probably will. Yeah, but at least they won't do a tag team money in the bank. Uh, I hope not. I hope uh, not. Yeah. I hope not. We're I'd rather have, have the NXT money in the bank. Be yeah, before the tag team money in the bank. Yeah, give the NXT superstars something else to fight about. Because yeah. kahit nang alang yung airtime nila, di ba? It might as well give them fun. something. All right there, you go. Uh, that's a wrap on this week in wrestling. Now uh, we're gonna be reviewing PWR Live Destino, which was the go home show right before the biggest local event of the year so far, and that will be Revolution X.
Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Of course, the reason why we've got Chino Liao back on the show is because there's another PWR show to review. So let's set your expectations so people knew what you were expecting heading into Destino. Uh, what did you have in mind? Okay, so I missed out on uh, Path of Gold. What a show to miss as out on. everybody knows, Ooh. and as everybody has been letting me know. Yeah, Ooh. terrible idea. Right? One of the worst decisions of my life. Well, not really. <laughs> not really. That's an exaggeration. But I missed out on one hell of a show. So after missing out on that show, mm. I only expected better things uh, come this year. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. No, because like, it's like, like last year. One upsmanship, one upsmanship from an S-tier show. <laughs> to be fair, the last show that I reviewed that was an S-tier show, Homefront, was still pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Right? One of the best PWR shows. Okay, yeah, yeah. I could say ever. Okay. okay that's, 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 that's my opinion. That's your opinion. Mm. Okay. Right? Sure. So, S tier shows, maybe not on the radar of everybody else. Yeah. Uh, on yours. Right? But it's still not something to sleep on. Okay. All right. So, you entered uh, the Paramax Center Spotlight for Destino Go Home Show right before Revo X. Uh, you set your expectations where they met. Unfortunately, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm going to say that. So, um, Can't win them all. The okay, let's let's just jump right into it during JDL's match during broke. Yep. Yes. That's what happened. Top rope broke. Yeah. Uh, they still finished the match like professionals that they are. Mm-hmm. Worked through it, but I felt like after that happened, um, the energy sort of affected the whole flow of the program. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. And that know. was the opening match. Yeah, and that was what? Match number two? No, match uh, number, number two. one on the main yeah, card. Yeah, that's yeah. number one on the main card. And it, it was unfortunate that it had to happen that early because there was a giant gap of an intermission that happened, what, only 10 minutes after oh. two matches, right? So well, it improv! Happens. It happens. Yeah, yeah, what exactly. can you do? It happens. And I think this really goes to show you the importance of setting the tones the first match. Yeah. Um, a lot of people underestimate how the first match or the first segment really sets the tone. It dictates the energy of the show. And if something goes really well, it could influence the rest of the program. At the same time, when a snafu happens, like uh, the top rope breaking, it could also affect the energy of the rest of the show. You know, and yeah. To be fair to both uh, JDL, Bolt, and MSG, this whole match was good. Up until the ring, the, the, the ring it's yeah. such a good match. The tropes were there. The promos were on point. There was anime weeb stuff too. Yeah, <laughs> and JDL came out in his best uh, My Hero Academia Academia gear, yes. uh, channeling his All Might, uh, channeling his inner weeb. I didn't know who he was, but somebody told me. All Might, All Might, All Might. There we he's go. A, he's a big dude. <laughs> not an anime guy, folks. Not an anime guy. So, mm-hmm. but it's you so have Netflix. Wait, it's so good. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, until until the fucking thing. I will say this though. Uh Mac Mandigal, we see him attacking Bombay Suarez, costing JDL the match, because I have a friend here, the bar. Mac Mandigal has no heart, but I'm not sure about the food safety of Bombay's <laughs> restaurant. 
because his feet end up on the fucking counter. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a food professional. He's a, he's a, he's a trained Bob professional. Bob, yeah. Bob Dave, you're listening. I'm just concerned here. I'm trying to clean that shit afterwards. Yeah, right? I'm just, I'm just, it's just my... Maybe it was home. closing time and then he yeah, maybe, cleaned right? out. Maybe they cleaned out. Who knows? Okay. Right? And then we move on to the second match. Oh, of the you, you don't want to talk about the pre- pre-show match? Oh, we can talk about the pre-show match. Yeah. Because, you know, don't, don't forget about I mean, them. We too. just, we just skip. He jumped, yeah, I mean, yeah. he jumped right into yeah. it. So. so pre-show match was pretty good as well. Uh, with... Robin uh, taking on Jay Sarah. I really yes. like Jay's, Jay Sarah's uh, development of character. I remember talking about her in a previous review saying yes. that it's not really developed, but the little things that she does in the ring now, like talking back to the crowd, uh, cursing out her opponent, talking trash, it adds to the Amas flavor of her character. Uh, and it's okay. a little bit more than that where there was last time. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that. This match was fine as a match, but I feel like what it really did was set up the women's division of PWR. Okay. Because you see Jemberlin run out, and later in the night, we'll see Robin uh, attack Jemberlin. So it's, it's just... Spoiler. It's, it's a spoiler, sure. But it sets up the, the women's division perfectly. And hopefully by Revo X, we have a women's division match to grab onto. Something that pulls us in. Well, technically, you already have a division. I mean, four women does make a division. But you have Crystal, well, yeah. Robin, Jemberlin, and Jay Sarah. Well, yeah, technically, yes. But, I mean, hindi siya of- official. I, the word hindi siya you want official. a ceremony for the whole thing? No, like, it's hindi, hindi siya, hindi siya na, na brand launch. Yes, but, okay, there we go. Yeah, you want a ceremony for the whole thing. It's, it's not ceremony. Just something to say that, oh, this is the women's division. <laughs> Well, it, okay, I mean, let, let's say it. this is the women's division. <laughs> okay, fine. This is it, yo. Disregard what I just said. <laughs> it, it's one because it's one of those things that, and, and the same goes for you know any promotion. Even if you don't explicitly say it, if you can show it, it's organic. It's organic. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, next up, let's go back to the main card. Uh, yes. John Sebastian versus Revo Ranger for the PHX Championship. Yeah, I think like John Sebastian's strengths isn't uh, where isn't that he's a good wrestler and he is. It's also that he's a very trolley wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's a very he gets in your head yeah. and does these little things. It's entertaining. He, would you call it cerebral? It's very cerebral, of course, because you the amount of intelligence he shows trying to not only entertain the crowd but also mess with his opponent just adds to how good a wrestler he's actually become. Mm. I love the spot where he says, young boys, give me your power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to rip off Rebel Ranger and then the young boys catch him. So <laughs> put him back in the ring. Ang ganda nun. Uh, and as gimmicky as Rebel Ranger is, like, he's, a, he's a... He's a Sentai. Yeah, okay. He's a I was That's gonna the use word the Ranger. I was going to use a uh, Power Ranger, but he's a Sentai, essentially. He's still scary strong. Like, yes. Oh my god! I did. The guy is super strong. And he's he was, also super ripped now. He's throwing. He was throwing John Sebastian around ridiculously well until John Sebastian brought up his experience and got no W. All right. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if you know this, but in real life, the Revo Ranger is a judo practitioner. Oh, I did not know this. Okay, that's. Because I did see a judo throw. Uh, yes, he does uh, have a couple of those. Yeah, I did see a few judo throws in his uh, match, and uh, that explains a lot. Yeah. What did you feel about seeing the Revo Ranger get stripped of his suit? It actually, 
somebody posted this somewhere uh, talking about the battle damage to Revo Ranger. Because he's such a wholesome character. Yeah. Right? He's such a kid-friendly, super sentai sort of character. Yes. That to bring that certain edge to him, you'd have to find a loophole. And the, for me, the only loophole I really see are either his mask, which is a no-no because it's technically Lucha. Yes. And his costume. Uh-huh. Right? So, pang. It still it doesn't it doesn't take away from his quote unquote power. Right? It's just a suit. It's just yeah. a suit. And that the Rebel Ranger is the actual man. Right. But, but like circa Iron Man three. Okay. Okay, I, I get I get what you're going right? with, yes. So it's a nice edge to see. They mm. showed that aspect in, in the match. <laughs> it's a nice wrinkle. It's a nice wrinkle to the saga of yeah, the right? Ranger. Exactly. Right. Uh, up next you have Crystal taking on Kalinueva. Okay, uh, for all intents and purposes, it was also uh, another solidly wrestled match. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cali Nueva, uh, my new hipster... Favorite? Favorite. <laughs> Is it the porn stash? Is it the Wes the Anderson? Yeah, the beanie. The porn stash. The beanie, beanie. It's the beanie that gets you. Yeah, the beanie gets me. And the fact that he walks... He walks out to she's only 16. <laughs> Are um, you a homer for the band? She's uh, only 16? Not uh, now available on Spotify. Yes. According to the announcement. The, the entire, the entire, the entire uh, thing is on Spotify. Okay, so that I'm, album is on Spotify. So, yeah. It was a, it's a solid match. Uh, Crystal, unfortunately, unfortunately lost uh, the match because of an interruption by a video of Alexis Lee. So another setup for her another match. Another setup for another match uh, in Revolution X. Yeah. What do you think about Crystal as a babyface at this point? It actually it confuses me a bit because she started I last I saw Crystal she was a heel. Right? Yeah, but you missed the epic and then, you missed, you missed yeah. the epic Path of Gold match. That's yeah, the see, that's the thing. The, it was it was enough the, to turn it. Because I miss uh, one hell of a show. Um I feel like I couldn't really get why she's the face now. Did I you think, not watch the, the video? The video? Yeah, the it's on. It's on YouTube. It's it was a full match Friday release. Yeah, obviously, in the, wow! <laughs> wow! You missed out on Emi Sakura versus. Oh no! Wait, I saw that. I saw that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's what did it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that was enough. <laughs> okay. It was a good match. Wow. It was no. It was a good match. I did see Emi Sakura's match. Okay. Just making sure. For uh, they released it uh, during a women. <laughs> Women's Day, Baron. Women's Month. Yeah, okay. Women's so they released it for that specific holiday, right? So it was good. Uh, I don't know much about Alexis Lee, mm-hmm. or except for the fact that she's Singaporean. I may be wrong there. She's Singaporean? <laughs> yes. She's Singaporean, right? And she and Crystal have been having this rivalry back and forth uh, for quite some time now. Across so, Southeast Asia. Uh, so across Southeast Asia, right? They... Uh, faced each other for uh, ti- Queen of a- Queen of Asia Queen title, of Asia title for um, SPW, SPW right? Yes. So to see this rivalry come to the Philippines, it's another treat for us Filipino wrestling fans. All right. Um, up next, you had a number one contenders match for the PHX Championship between Vlad Sinsik and Chino Ginto. Okay, this match <laughs> easily the most hard hitting match of the night. Well, you these have two guys, very hard hitters. Because these guys are crazy. They would just knock each other out if they could. Uh, they probably could. Chino felt, felt all of it in the in the morning. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he did. 
Nakakatawa lang kay Vlad Sitsik is now that he's a face Vlad, mm-hmm. he doesn't take himself as seriously. Mm-hmm. Is that good or bad? Which is good, I guess, because you see him smiling a lot in the ring. But he was always can, smiling. No, he was a you psychopath. Tell, you can tell the difference between the psychopath smile and the smile that he's just having fun. <laughs> I feel like I can sense a difference there. And you can see with, with the way he moves, it's not so deliberate anymore. Uh, it takes away from the character, sure, but it makes him more approachable at the same time because sociopath's not really that approachable. Right? Sociopath is the word of the week yeah, as well. So. That's also true. <laughs> There's yeah. that. Diba approachable si Bray Wyatt? Now, then, at this point? No! Yeah. You, you want your children next to him? Wait, you gotta let him in. Yeah, you have to let him in. Yeah, back to, back to Vlad. So, it's a nuance. I mean, it's a nuance. There yeah. you go. That's the word that I was looking for. It's a nuance. And I, I like how characters can develop over time with these little things in there. Alright, so um, yeah. And then during the match, Poch uh, revealed that he was the new GM. Hey, What Koji. are your thoughts on that? That's on, Koji on does a better job than Mike Adamley. <laughs> That's <laughs> harsh. That's harsh. The only other announcer slash GM I could think of was Mike Adamley. Um, I'm sure there is, but that's the only guy. I was, I was thinking, like, didn't Gorilla do it? Yeah, he was. He was, okay, he was president. Yeah. He was president. He was president. Announcer turned GM. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince McMahon, yes, announcer turned GM. But those, that's like that's a very high bar for what? Yeah, I, let's start with Mike Adams. <laughs> yeah, Mike Adams is like the lowest bar yeah. to clear. So, so it, let's hope that he does a better job than the quote unquote anonymous GM of Raw. <laughs> uh, and he started off well by making a triple threat PHX championship because the match did get thrown out by a double count although I could smell that finish from a mile away because the referee kept saying come on guys we need the clear winner (laughs) (laughs) can you be any more obvious (laughs) who was the ref? Uh, Chinese Jace Chinese Jace Chinese counting referee okay so Ikao as a viewer did you feel it took away from the match? sobra sobra (laughs) It's like it, it's like the referee was dangling. Check out gun, y'all. Yeah, he was dangling something in front of you. This all apparently. Look at me. Look at me. Let him focus <laughs> on the match. Why didn't he say that for all the other matches? You mean? <laughs> we need butch, butch, butch. It's like, guys, guys, we wait, butch. Where's the phone call? Why is the signal so bad in here? Although it was pretty funny when John Sebastian pointed out that the fucking monitor turned into a Facebook messenger. Yeah. Out of nowhere, like, uh, technologi- technologically, it's impossible. Guys, so. wrestling logic. So hey, wrestling K-fame, logic. Right? <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about the intermission at this point, where it should rightfully have been, yeah. and it was a chops for a cause. So, what did you think about the whole segment, how it was done, and about it, the, f- the different characters you saw in the ring? It was funny. Uh, it was funny for what, for all. It was entertaining. What, what were you most entertained about? I was entertained by Blackheart. <laughs> Do you wish to discuss this? No, I was, ta- I was talking to Redaliano, Redalik Mahaba, PWR ring. Yes, asking him what he thought about Blackheart. Actually, wait, and he you... was surprised too. Like he didn't... wait, 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 wait. Let's let's contextualize this because there's a reason why we're oh, yeah, laughing. Okay, okay. Uh, we have to introduce Blackheart properly to listeners who may be confused. In canon, in canon, because Blackheart is officially part of PWR and podcast canon at this Just point. Just to go to the RT guys. Oh yeah, right. so so uh, Blackheart is a wrestling fan. He's a PWR fan who goes to shows frequently, and over the last couple of months, he's made a habit out of going after PWR wrestlers and characters 
online on different platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, cutting promos and calling himself the Blackheart. Enter! After Tommaso Ciampa. So he's been calling himself the Blackheart and uh, I think Destino was the first time we finally put a face to the name. So Blackheart so, comes in and he pays, so from he pays timing, the, yeah, he pays for the he pays for the fee right, to get chopped by his favorite wrestler. Yeah, it's not about the, it's not about the charity. It's yeah. probably just to get chopped by. Yeah, his. right. He, he just wants to. He just I don't wants know, to his, chop a wrestler. He just Sorry. wants his fifteen seconds of fame. So he, you know, he gets into the ring. The promo for that, right? Red Olero, who was hosting the segment, made the mistake of asking for his name. <laughs> Because <laughs> when you ask for a, for a name from somebody who wants to cut a promo, they will cut a promo. <laughs> they will not give you just a name. And so he cuts the most convoluted promo in the two minutes he was given. Two minutes, man? That was not two minutes. Yeah, so. it was less than for sure. Uh, you know, like, it's a 60-second promo. Because they asked him, because Red asked him, pa, what what. What is Blackheart? <laughs> Why? Why, Why is Blackheart? Why is Blackheart? <laughs> I remember being in the back. I remember being in the back because the MSV match had just ended, right? And then everyone's like, Oh, see Blackheart, see Blackheart. So I'm peeking from the back, right? I'm like, Oh my God. So um, this is the guy I actually saw at Starbucks. A couple hours prior. Okay. No, no, I will say the best part of this whole interview, this whole intermission number, uh, was the fact that we first for the first time in the history of ever anything else, we saw a guy wearing an undershirt underneath his t-shirt. That's the mayor. The, the mayor. The mayor. I didn't know that was done. It was summer. Did you not know, sir? <laughs> That's how the mayor rolls, sir. Shoutouts to Mayor Yance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mayor Yance, man, you're one of kind. Dapat daw mauna si Mayor, nauna nga si Mayor. Mauna nga si Mayor. Can it also be just said that the Blackheart really hates Stan? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 and Artie, apparently. No, no, no. No, no, no. Artie is the one who took issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Young no. boy Artie. No, the Blackhearts, they are actually two of them. Yeah, uh, it's a tag team. It's a tag team. So, like British Bulldog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the two of them got so worked by Stan's heel work that they openly challenged him. I don't know, probably the next time they saw it. <laughs> and then apparently you saw him at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, I did. And nobody, he didn't do shit. No, they, he knows what you look like. Yeah, you they, are not in, uh, hiding under a mask, sir. They looked in my direction while I was getting my drink, and <laughs> they went back and did their business. Okay, okay wrestling, then. Wrestling. That's enough time for, you know, yeah, wrestling, wrestling fans. But, my God. Over enough. No, no, that, it really goes to show that the wrestling community is full of characters, no, for, for sure. better or for worse. For sure. Ah, that's I putting it need, really nicely. I did not need Blackheart to know that, but now that he... I've does he listen to this podcast? Nah, yeah, I hope not. he does. <laughs> anyway... I really will. Oh, you want to, you want me to tag him in the caption for this podcast? <laughs> no, I, I was, was going to say, like, let's get let's get back to the point. Your here. fifteen minutes, your fifteen seconds of fame continues, sir. I was going to say, like, let's get back to the point here that we raised funds for a child. For a child. Yes, 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 yes. Cody, uh, get well soon. Yeah, stay strong, Cody. Stay because strong, Cody. Stay strong. If you want to continue supporting, you can still buy the shirt. If you want to make donations, I think every every post that we have done includes the. Ways that you can donate further because just because the show is over doesn't mean the donations stop. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Okay, let's move on to the next segment of the show, which was Mahabang Usapan, and it featured Redrick Mahaba and a host of different PWR characters. Yeah, it started out with uh, Kalin Nueva. And yes. uh, Kalin Nueva came Kalin Nueva first. Kalin Nueva met up with uh, Redrick Mahaba during one of her sets, and uh, he, he You want to put your set over in the I was in the video, but yeah, he met us up in common table, which shows comedy Manila every Mondays at eight pm. There you but, go, uh, there you go. Get your plugs in, sir. Get your plugs in. He met uh, with Karin Weber. Karin Weber asked him for this spot, this moment, and he Karin Weber promised to give Rederick Mahaba a scoop of his life, which I believe is impossible because the man was in two movies, so I don't know how a dick pic can compare to that. But um, a lone dick pic, a lone dick pic, right? But he, but he did it, and then uh, chaos ensued. Now, I break be- it down, sir. Break it. Down. I know, I knew from the start that this is where the whole thing was going. It was going to be an armbar style, uh, ro- uh, battle royale almost. Okay, Calinueva, Jay Serra, uh, who else came out of the ring? Uh, um, Brad Cruz was there. Uh, a bunch of other people, right? Am I I'm trying to remember. There's six, I think it ended up with six. With, with six guys. So you had Mahaba, Nueva, Tutan, J. Sarah. Who else was in that? Yeah, Brad Cruz. Brad, Brad Cruz. Cruz. There was one more. Joey Box. Joey Box. Joey, Joey Box was the same man. Yes. And I, I knew that this is where the, the whole segment was leading up to. But how it got there was so freaking hilarious. Oh, so yeah, so pretty tawad din ako like just watching it. Uh, you know, Redrick was mentioning uh, a Hell in a Cell or a DLC so, uh, like, match. Cool na lang na banggitin yung suicide chamber. No one wants to commit suicide. Yeah, and that's that's really shitty. Nobody would get the suicide chamber. Punjabi prison match, Pero the point is, it was so funny how Redrick Mahaba launched into a tirade for Hell in a Cell and then John Sebastian <laughs> has to come comes, out. comes limping out <laughs> and ends up sitting in the side of the ring. He was, Ala Vince McMahon post ano, post dress um yeah, post he, royal, when he tore his hand, yeah. where he's oh, fine, tore his yeah. yes. hamstring. Anyway, it's fun, <laughs> man. It was, it was so great to watch. Good times. Good so times. Yeah, I love how Meta got no walang budget. Kasi sa totoo lang, yeah. tangin na wala naman talagang budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sabi niya, ladder. You think there's a place to put all of that stuff in the Power Max? Sabi niya, ladder, 3,000 yen sa shop ways. It's fun. It's like, logistically, ang hirap din siyang i-construct. Kasi putangin na yung ring pangalang already already takes uh, space, diba? Siguro so, pag nagpasak talaga kayo ng chamber or ng head in a cell, mababawasan yeah. ng more than half yung audience. I think if we had a suicide chamber or the elimination chamber, <laughs> what is a suicide chamber God, even? Can we, can, it's a, we still okay. Stan, here's the thing. Logistically, we do not know what the suicide chamber looks like. See, we see, just see, know see. it exists. So assuming we had the elimination chamber at the Power Max Center spotlight, feeling we have room for there'd the people. There would be room for like I twenty think people. Be room for pods. Twenty people. If you had the pods, okay. If if you've seen the structure in this. The scope that it occupies. I'm sure it'll occupy the entire Although, arena. Hey, no, no way. PWR did a pretty good job of mimicking quote unquote the elimination chamber with that one match with the handcuff. Um, the handcuff the six to survive. The six, six to survive. survive. Yeah, yes. they did a pretty good job doing that. So, if, if you get effect effect done, but without the high budget steel, yeah, all this one no plexi, steel, no, no plexiglass, no gratuitous uh, steel work. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you get what you get. Yeah, and you like it. 
Okay, let's move on to Ken Warren versus Chris Panzer. Uh, this is actually one of the things, I, one of the matches, rather, I was most excited for. Because this brings me back, all the way back, to the MCS days. This was the very first match I saw. Yeah. Panzer versus Warren. It has mm-hmm. happened before. So many, so, so many times. So many times. So many times. Buti ka pa yun yung first match na napanood mo. Other people were not as lucky. No. Sorry, George. Well, that's... Well, that's their problem. But uh, for me, it brought me way back. And see them evolve after, what, three years, four years now? Four. Four yeah, years, even. yeah. Or pushing five. Uh, it's so good because these guys have already competed abroad. So they've taken their styles from there to here and all over Asia. And to see them bring it back home to PWR and to see them deliver the same world-class match they've been delivering all over Asia. It, right. It's so good to see. Because uh, they've been apart for what? Better part of they're, Oh, jeez, right? Yeah, no, but I, don't know, I mean, like, when is the last time that they did match up? Oh, not for a while. Yeah, not for a while. That's really, the last match I remember. At, at least a year. Sure. And, and sure. Yeah, yeah, this, this it's fresh. Year, yeah. yeah, it's fresh. Again. But then, uh, the match was ruined by Mr. C, who sent out Mystery Goons. <laughs> Mystery masks. Goons wearing because, the masks of... Uh, Rebel Ranger <laughs> and Capitan PWR, because who else would it be? I wonder. <laughs> because the, uh, if you unmask one man and it's main max and the other one you unmask him once and it's Sandata, you don't have to unmask him again. <laughs> well, that's true. Right? Because somebody, somebody, well, somebody although in the some, audience said that. Somebody in the audience said, Isa pa. <laughs> and I, okay na eh. and I, was wait, I was waiting for it. I was really waiting for it. But then, yeah. So it, and it looks like it's going to be a tag team match uh, for Evo X. That is, it's not announced. It's yet. not official. It's not official yet. Uh, we don't know who gets Stan. Uh, or, Does sorry. anyone get Stan at this point? Now, what but, do you think? What do you think of, of uh, the way that we just uh, came in and just uh, you know fucked shit up? It it actually. There's somebody who commented on it, uh, Smart Gilas, telling us that when the handshake picture of. Uh, Panzer and Warren yeah. was the was akin to the superpowers uh, and the mega early, powers. Ooh, mega mega powers. powers. Sorry, uh, in early WWE. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's, it's very similar. I, I would say it's very similar. So which uh, one's Hogan? Two, which one's Macho Man? <laughs> well, which one's the basis? And which one's the <laughs> well, cycle? Ken Warren is Hogan, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Hey, you guys said that. You said me. that, not me. Yeah, I, I'm washing my Ken, hands. No? Of, of this whole he is segment. very racist. Of this whole segment. <laughs> did you enjoy the Did you enjoy the rocky climb and the shadow boxing segments? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Before that, also, uh, Panzer has to be savage because he's a high flyer. Oh yeah. that's true. Well, that's true. That's okay. Great save there, though. Great save. <laughs> no, so one's the racist, one's the high, high flyer. <laughs> Okay. okay. But I did enjoy the the whole the the Rocky Stabs. That was that was cute. That was cute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what else can you say? I mean Rocky Stabs has been done before, so Yes. The fact that you added it in just adds flavor. Oh it's right, no, my interaction pretty coming in steel steps. <laughs> and the ring climbing experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> well, a good thing he didn't trip this time. Oh man! Because he got that? you. So he got you once. You get him this time. Yeah, yeah. one point. Rubber match. Bakas sa yung Revolution X opponent ni Mister Steel. Oh, 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 oh no! You're gonna, give, you're gonna give your boys ideas. <laughs> That's the idea, sir. Ring climbing experience. Ring climbing experience. Ano na? 
Alright, alright. Next, uh, you've got the network versus the end game. Yes. Uh, I thought I was waiting for AB3 to pop out only to realize that AB3 was jumped by the end game before uh, the Thanos Shadow end game, basically. Yes. <laughs> the, the snap. The snap. The, the Call Obsidian Shadow end game. Actually. That's, 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 that's a better... That's yes. a better term. And for you non-Marvel canon fans, look it up. Uh, but... Uh, he put up a, a fight for as long as, as for what it was worth, and I I will say this about AB three for a guy that tall and that lanky, he is super athletic. I would call him lanky, like yeah, he's not, no, he's he is like long limbed. He's, well, that's what I was trying to say. Okay, uh, there, he was, I think he's that's... very athletic. Right. The and way it, he moves in the ring now is so much better, and it's still impressive to me how he did all of that with his hands. That's what I was about to say. The barang. Those were legitimate handcuffs yeah, that he could not get out of until the end of the show. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> because when he did, when he did the meet and greets after, he just he was still in the handcuffs. Because did you guys lose the key? No, no, no. He did say that um, Apocalypse, Apocalypse ate the key. Ate the key. <laughs> Apocalypse legitimately ate the key. Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put him. it past him. Yeah. What? But those were we can confirm those were actual cuffs and not you know toy cuffs. Well, ho- well hopefully he's out of them by now. It's been a few days. So one can only hope. Tune into the Carlo show to find out. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Alright, next you've got the All Out War Championship. A new champ was crowned when Martin yes. Hugo defeated Dr. Oh Vera. Okay, let's unpack okay. this match because I have because, so much to say. Because the match was fifteen seconds itself, but the lead up to it Yes. We've seen this matchup before in a non A uh, non AOW rules. Yes. Yeah, right? It was just a regular exhibition match for the All Out War Championship. Uh Marty unfortunately lost. And I did say that I wanted to see this title defended in All Out War's rules. In a hardcore, right? In a hardcore in a match basically setup. Basically, no, yes. no hold bar rules match. Because it's, it's a hardcore title. And I wanted to see an edge from Martivo. And by God, did we get it in this matchup. It was only 15 seconds long. Officially. Officially. But, right? but the actual but, you know, wrestling uh, that part. The whole thing. Even before this match itself, the build-up on how Martivo had to build up steam again because he's been losing a few times. On how Dax is becoming this ruthless sling blading person. Sling blader? Sling blader. Sling blader? Sling blade practitioner? (laughs) Yeah, Martivo actually went full Naomi. Yes, exactly. He he walked out the new Echo's music, which I wasn't prepared for, but it was... was, was, The remix. Yeah, I liked it. it. uh, it fit his per- it fit his character, uh-huh. and then not only that, he still presented himself as the tough guy that I wanted to see him as. Because let's let's understand that before the match, before the bell in fact yes. even ran, Dax jumped Martivo and hit and beat him savagely. He was out. The For bell again. Yeah, we didn't know if Martivo would even have a shot here, and then he hits him with a super kick and the finisher. Gravity. Gravity. And it's a one, two, three, and we have a new All Out War champion. So good. How do you feel about this? Such a moment too to see Martivo break down in the ring, to see him hold his first title. It's the real guys, and, and to have it be the All Out War title, a title that he's fought for and lost before. Mm-hmm. I'm ganda. What about the reaction from the crowd? What can you say about that? It was such a pop. I mean, when you say that it's also, it's still. All real. It was real in that moment. Even if it was in kayfabe, quote yeah. unquote, mm-hmm. it was real in that moment. Everybody believed it. Everybody was on the hype train. 
Yeah, I'll tell you something. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys were watching it uh, in real time as well, because I was watching it from the uh, from, from the, the side, rear yeah. rear road. But and you were um, next to this guy. Yeah, I was actually yeah. next to Gino when I was watching it. And uh, there are times when a pinfall is being counted, and you can tell na parang ah ano hindi pa, hindi, hindi pa three uh. count. But in this case, right after the gravity, you could see people slowly rising up during the one and the two. In part, they're just ready to explode. And then nung three, it was just a, a nuclear pop. I would say na it was an Emi Sakura level pop. I will say though that I hope Martivo defends continues defending uh, this title in the match that it was intended for. All right. Right, so and congratulations. You put your message out into the universe. Yeah. So yeah. I hope that that comes true. Hopefully, congratulations to Martivo, the new All Out War champion. Very deservingly so. Mm-hmm. Indeed, yes. you deserve it, sir. Right now, and let's then we go to our main event. Yeah, go to the main event: the Nice Bringers versus the team of the Kakai Bros. So you have Vince and Ralph Imabayashi. <laughs> yeah, let's, so, let's talk about the serious entrance. <laughs> Uh, can I just say before we get started that this is a very Teddy Long style main event? It's <laughs> like <laughs> a tag team match, player. I mean, uh, you know, when when it came together, it just, it came the, the, it's it's really just here are the big feuds. Yeah. What do you think about Camus not even being in the match, being oh. benched for this? Well, match? after today, after finding out that he spoiled it for Jeremy, <laughs> spoiled Endgame for Jeremy, accidentally, I'm not surprised that he was benched. <laughs> but then it came, it came. Prior, that's the thing. Okay, there's precedent. The, so. ma- the match happened before, but anyway, there's, there's, yes. I mean, there's it serves as precedent to the whole thing, so it's accidental. I'm, yeah. still, I'm still like Jemerlin, if you're listening, I'm sorry. She stopped because she started to watch Endgame. Right? Well, no, she's not. Can you know by That was this morning. That was this morning. She was like, she watched one of the first showings, <laughs> and I'm really sorry. She was actually in the cinema. But I spoiled the key plot point while discussing wrestling-related business, so. I'm sorry. Which plot point was? <laughs> uh, uh, off air. Right. Off air. Right. Because, you know, we're just, we're in, by the time this hits, we would have passed that one week so yeah, sensitive sana, window. Sana naman, I know, that I mean, you guys, the whole, the hard and fast rule for learned things is a week. All right. You haven't seen it after a week. But literally, this is day seven. You slip in. You slip in, man. But it's like yeah. a slip. No, but you, I slip. Uh, I slip. Right. So right. that's fair. So anyway, the 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 entrance was I'm sorry. The entrance was so good. It was so genuine. It it represented the nice bringers as a cohesive team instead of this of this conglomerate of four guys and the number one contender. Uh, I wanted to see the same thing for the other side. Uh, with Rafi Mabayashi, the Kakai Bros, and the Yolo Pitch. The Monstars. <laughs> the Monstars. <laughs> I was gonna say, how, how do you feel about, actually, how do you feel about, like, the dis- like from the get-go, the dysfunction that was presented between the Kakai Bros and the Yolo Twins, and then Nina and Ralph? Yeah, okay, yeah. so start with the Kakai Bros and the Yolo Twins. Um, obviously, they can't get along. They're on opposite sides of the spectrum. Um, I don't know what that one twin is trying to do, get trying to get with Jemmerlin. Uh, he, he's courting. Yeah, he's trying to court Jemmerlin. Blue twin. Right? Whoever the blue twin is, what's your deal, bro? Johan. <laughs> yeah. It's Johan, actually. It, it was in the Johan? It's okay. Johan. Yeah, I can them apart, but yeah. <laughs> they're twins. They're twins. Yes, they blue are. and red. That's blue and red. Blue That's why I, I, I mean, the blue twin. Um, can Jemmerlin even tell them apart? Like, yes, she, she can. can. How, how can she tell them? Because one the is, one is like, Dropping down and trying to God, anyway. it's so weird for anyway. Me. It's 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 a it's a it's, a, it's weird a man confusing rivalry, but um, it's confusing time for all confusing of us. time for all of us. 
Um, it's it's interesting to see how Ralph is part of a tag team, especially since he turned on his last tag team partner. Right. And you'd think as a tag team wrestler, you wouldn't want to be on a team where the one guy on your team just turned on his last partner. Naman, you know, one time lang kasi diba? I, mean, one time I don't know. It's, it's, it's still raised red flags, but they did end up winning the match. Alright, sure. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, let's let's get into let's the match. Let's get to how they won the match. Alright. Um, the match booking itself, I have to say, was a little confusing for me. Okay. Because there were just so many elements in the ring. Many moving parts. A lot of moving parts that not everybody could get the appropriate spotlight that they deserve. Uh-huh. Um, it's like you squash together two, three different matches into one match. Yep. Almost, mm-hmm. right? Parang Avengers movie. Yeah, parang ganon. But it was, um, it got to but the point. But not like Endgame. <laughs> no, mga ano to? Mga Age of Ultron. <laughs> Age of Ultron! Age of Ultron, guys! Literally, we are in the window of the spiders. We can yeah. start talking about it full next week, but... Mga Age, Age of Ultron to. Pero, and it was, it got to a point, though, and this mm. is the part that, that uh, irks me a bit. Okay. Was when all, when the four... Tag team feuds, the 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 Yolo Twins, Kahai Bros, and the and uh, Naughty Boys disappeared to the back, typical WWE style, only to give Ralph and Quattro the spotlight. Now the reason that bothers me is because they put this, the, all the effort to build this match up, only to have Ralph and Quattro face each other again. it ruined the potential. Of the Ralph and Quattro match by giving it to us early. By, by teasing yeah, it. Yeah, by teasing it this early. I would have wanted to save that rivalry as good as it was for, uh, is pala, for Revolution X. Okay. But that's just my thing. Let's not gloss over the fact, or let, let's not completely skip over the fact that Gemerlin made history as well at Destino for being the first woman to main event a PWR Yes, oh my event. god, we forgot about that part. Yes, congratulations to her. Uh, she Congrats, carried. She carried her weight so much better than the bench player Camos, <laughs> uh, who was doing laps for no reason. No, because inutusan ako ni Tria uh, okay. mag warm up. So how, how's Dremelin now, Camus? I know that she... She did teeth, sustain diba? a legitimate shoot injury during oh, it. She's okay. okay. Yeah, so her teeth got chipped? Tama yeah. Got, and she actually had the dental repair done as well. So, oh, yeah, okay. She's, she's good. Hopefully she's better by her FOX. Think it should be. I have a question. How, yes. how would the logic work of you subbing for someone? Yeah, it's like, they didn't get you Because you're technically not part of the match. Yeah, what yes. the hell? You, you are illegal. Yeah, All the way illegal. Uh, that's why That's why I didn't... Grab Camus did not get involved with any that's of a, the players. That's a DQ, bro. That's, that's why I did not, did not DQ, but... But Grabcam was being delusional, was given the hope of playing. <laughs> so that inch of hope, you know, that he's gonna get in, even if technically that would result in a DQ, which. Oh, my jersey got not in, diba? Booting out, diba? Na my jersey si Camus. Let's, let's talk about men. the numbers, because uh, 4 as 4 makes sense. Yes. 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 ECX as 6 and 9 makes okay, sense. Yes. Okay. Tutan as 1 makes sense. Gemerlin, though, I, I believe there was a mishap of printing. It should have been 48, right? JML 48. 48. Okay. Oh, okay. Why did Grab Camus have to be twenty five? Because is that a promo code? No, no, no. Because Camus's actual like jersey number, like my default jersey number, is four. Okay. So why twenty five? Because it's a quarter. 
Because I can't take I can't take four when you actually have a four. A four. Mm-hmm. A legit four in why, quattro. Why, why couldn't you just do uh, 22 with two and two? No, quarter nga. Quarter nga, 25. Also, Barry Bonds. Okay. okay. There's that. Okay. okay. I, I didn't even know you watched baseball, but okay. I played baseball. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's for right. like 13 years, brah. That's right. That's right. Like if you if you actually go back and look at the also Giants fan so. Giants fan yeah there's that so go back and if you go back and watch um, you know um, when was when was the MSG thing that we did October right? Hmm, yeah, yeah my jersey number is really twenty five when somebody else is four okay mm, all right all right that's the okay see so, yeah uh, let's uh, do you have any other notes on the main event yeah, how did you feel about the this what's it the tombstone the yeah the super super senketsu Taker. That was pretty, Finish. pretty awesome. That was very, very destructive in power. I hope for the this uh, sets up the Yolo twins teaming up with Ralph Moore down the road as maybe even as just goons to jump in. But they're more than goons. But they're yeah, they, they're, they're the PWR champions. Sure. Yes, but the chemistry was there. I believe mm-hmm. the chemistry was there. They've known each other for quite some time, so you know it's not hard to believe that they'll team up. Hmm. Um, they're on the same side of the heel spectrum. It's just that their paths have never actually uh, crossed. Yeah, know? they've never they've never teamed up. Just they've never had a reason that, to team exactly. up. Exactly. So I hope this gives them more reason to do so because I love their chemistry. All right. One last note. Uh, your thoughts on the Robin heel turn? The Robin heel heel turn was interesting. Again, we I want to see a more definitive uh, woman and woman. Rivalry division female, female female division I'm yeah. like, like trying to fix yeah, exactly. the phrasing yeah okay well, this phrasing <laughs> but that, what I'm woman, trying woman. to say is what I'm trying to say is phrasing. get your head out of the gutter and listen to me I want uh, a more definitive division more defined sense. yes defined, okay. more defined division in the sense that you have actual heels going up against actual faces sure Jemberlin pure baby face all the way um, the last heel she faced was Jake Sarah and unfortunately she lost that uh, matchup right no she did, she won she won it did she win at the very end yes yeah, okay, at the very end she did yeah so you weren't there because you okay. weren't there again sir again, okay. so, again. Uh, again I'm missing out on a lot here but so. you did you did get to watch their I debut saw, yeah, I saw the initial yes. match and she lost that right? yeah she did okay. she lost the first one she took the okay. win back and I want to see her go up against the OG well they need an OG but the second OG feels like because it's like you you lose Crystal in the mix yeah, because okay. they are there is that focus on to be fair Crystal is on another level yes right you can say so that. if you keep it to Robin J Sarah and Jamerlin there's still plenty to play with and even just with Jamerlin and Robin you see Robin come back. Right. I expected as a singles as a singles, as a singles competitor yes. I've expected a heel turn for her from her from quite, for quite some time okay mm-hmm. I didn't expect it in this way so it was pretty surprising but still very acceptable okay alright let's wrap up your review of Destino um, let's first give you overall thoughts more as we've uh, reviewed everything now okay it did, it did a great job Destino if anything was a setup uh, show for Revo X Right. So it was uh, like the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, uh, it was a bridge show. Yes. Baga. 
Um, if you're going to compare it to a WWE pay-per-view, this would be... What was that last one? Fastlane. No? Fastlane, yeah. right? The, the, the show it's usually Fastlane, yeah. The before... Uh, or Mania. Mania. Fastlane. Okay? The thing is, with Fastlane, all these rivalries have been mm-hmm. set up way before Fastlane came mm-hmm. out. Um, PWR, of course, doesn't have the benefit of TV, yeah, yeah. shows, etc. Yeah. So they have to do it on the card itself. Yes. Uh, but what I would have wanted was a deeper uh, development of rivalry instead of just setting up a match okay. to show us that... This Par- is this is what's going yeah, to happen. Yeah, this is going to happen. This you take, just you know we'll just worry about whatever happens after. All right. right. So I wanted more of that. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get it. Um, but it's still a good show for what it was worth. So uh, what rating would you give Destino? Then? I would give Destino a B. All right. Okay. Fair. A B, solid B. Um, I really felt like the the top rope had. Something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like the the fact that they had to go into a 20-minute intermission yeah. after breaking the top rope. I would yeah. have wanted to break the intermission in half, even. Just mm. like, do five now and five after. But then, you know, it's like, short it, it, it panic. So, yeah, it, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah, it's, exactly. It's exactly. improv. Understandable. Understandable things happen. I think so. the show would have gone longer, though, if that happened. Uh, if you cut the... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, for what it was worth, it was still pretty entertaining. Right. For okay. And let's hand out awards. First off, match of the night. My match of the night is going to go to uh, Martiva versus Dax. All right. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. No explanation yeah. required. Okay. And my star of the night is going to the new uh, World Champion, Martivo. All right. Okay. Wow. Again, no explanation needed. And spot of the night? My spot of the night is going to go to Mahabang Usapan. Ah, okay. Because it was so good. And, and it's like, from a comedy perspective, yeah, I comedy, know why you yeah, would From a comedy it. perspective, the crowd work involved, the level of uh, of improv involved in that. Even from, I have always said John Sebastian, for a non-comedian, has impeccable comedic timing. Yes. Okay, and you see it at its highest here. Going, uh, going. He stood hand in hand with Red Red and Rick Mahaba in that comedy segment. It was so good. All right. So Revolution X is just a few weeks away. May, May twenty sixth, last Sunday man. of the month, at two p.m. at the Paramax Center Spotlight. Can you believe that it is the fifth Revo X, pero first time palang ng Revo X sa Paramax. Yes. Yes. Actually, yeah, yeah. I yes, can't. I, every... I can't believe it. I can't believe it just because we've had how many I Academy ones? Uh, two. Yeah, two. We've had two I Academy ones. We've had one, one by MCS, any hand. one by Anihan, and then uh, that's it. That's show. Not, that's... Wala show? Wala. No, no, no. We we've never we've had. Never had. A... Do you want to put a Revo X on? on there? I don't know, man. Because <laughs> there have been four. This is going to be five. Okay. Okay. That the math makes sense then. Yeah. So it's like this is Revo X V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's X5. number five. It's X5, yeah. If you want to catch a show, <laughs> then all you need to do is hit up anybody from PWR. You can go to pwr.tickets uh, at gmail.com or message the Facebook page of PWR. And it's it'll give you discounts. On, on, ticket to um, me. Ticket to ticket me now. To me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know that there are people who've already reserved their tickets, hey. but you can also uh, send us a message. Yeah, any of us. You can... Uh, yeah. yeah, you can buy your tickets beforehand. For... I'll be there. For oh, you sure. better be, son. I will be there. Okay, son? You, you can buy your tickets beforehand for 399 pesos each, and then the uh, Barcada bundle is 1099 pesos for three. 
and at the gate it'll be 450 pesos. Now, uh, before we end the show, Chino, what are your expectations heading into RevoX? I want to uh, see, first of all, the Quattro and Robin Mabayashi match. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we, we now know that it's going to be a two out of three falls yep. match. Yep. Yes. Uh, we've nev- I've never seen a two out of three falls. Wait, no, I have seen a two out of three falls I was going to say, you have. Yeah, I have, I have, right? I can't remember who. Yes, you I have. Think, no, I think it was at, um, was it at was the it New Japan you? show? Sorry? Was it at the New Japan show, Attack? No, no, I'm talking about PWR. Have you ah, PWR? Um, you have had a two out who's of three. Who's right? had the two out of three? I don't remember. Or whatever. I'm, I might be mistaken. He might be. I'm trying to okay. think. Like, I'm really racking my brain now. Yeah, I'm we will get that fact checked. We will get that fact checked. I could be mistaken, but a two out of three false match just has so much room uh, for for storytelling, for spot work, for dramatics. For dramatics. And, and I want to see how that unfolds between two very talented wrestlers in Ralph and Mabayashi wrestled in Japan oh yeah, yeah. let's not gloss over that yeah. fact because congratulations to him people Japan, do forget that he did it, he did get the chance and he did bring it up during it's his the program. wrestling mecca this side of the world right? mm-hmm. so congratulations to him alright All right. anything else nothing and, about uh, uh, my five minutes in the ring uh, <laughs> that's it that's why that's why I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this Teddy Long this is a Teddy Long Match and it ends up being a tag. Player, 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 player. player. Yeah. All right. Thanks again to Chino Liao for dropping by and joining us on this week's episode of the podcast, and hey. of course reviewing PWR Live Destino. Anytime, you guys. Anytime. I mean, you, you're already practically the fourth, the, the fourth rotating man. fourth, the rotating fourth man. swing out, the swing hitter. Hmm. Uh, is that the DH? The DH. Uh, now before we get out of here we have to go to our picks of the week so Chino as the guest will let you have first dibs uh, I guess if I haven't said it enough I'll say it again Firefly Funhouse is my <laughs> pick of the week alright that's fair it's a close second it's a the, the close second I have is Blackheart but <laughs> <laughs> why would you want to tell Firefly people Firefly Funhouse sorry 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 why would you sorry about people? that folks Firefly <laughs> I, did, I legit wasn't expecting that answer. Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> okay, Firefly Funhouse is yes, but then you actually want people to go out and watch and find that. No, footage. I don't think they're gonna find anything. They're because not they're gonna find, find shit, Camos. Right, yeah, maybe maybe Blackheart had somebody. They're my online footprint. Type, uh, I bet if you type Blackheart into Facebook, some weird metal shit comes out. I doubt you'd find it. Wala pa siyang Facebook page official yet. Yeah, see, exactly. My point. Anyway. Why did you just give him the idea though? Oh, okay. So now, uh, congratulations, Blackheart. Welcome to Blackheart. Dash for dash, PWR. No! You just added fuel to the fire. He was already there. He was already there. Now he's actually going to do it. What would be the more ridiculous Facebook page? Blackheart PWR or Steel Steps PWR? <laughs> Steel Steps is an actual character that has a function. Yeah. He's punked you he twice. Is actually, he is actually, yes, he is actually. He's a worker. An in, in, the, entity the, in PWR. Great climbing experience is more legit than Blackheart. That's true. Okay. Also true. So Firefly Funhouse is my favorite. Chino, you Stop alienating fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I go? That's bad for branding, Chino. You ba naisip? Pag na-alienate mo yan, pera namin yung nawawala. Hindi ko yung nawawala. Kami. Stop oh, alienating God. fans, Chino. Hey, welcome to the show, Mr. C. Glad to have you. Okay. My pick of the week is actually um, the Money and the Bank competitors on the raw side in that tag team match yeah. that they had to start raw. It, I find it funny that even though 
you know, Ricochet has been removed from his tag team partner, he still finds a way to find himself in, in a tag, tag team, team. match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the idea of him and Braun Strowman, like, that's the muscle, and then there's the muscle, but he can fly too, entices me. I like the idea of them just going to town. And, you know, if they if they get to Elimination Chamber with that tag team involved... Elimination Chamber? No, if they back. get... Uh, no, I know all money way, in the back, the but all the way to Elimination Chamber. Nah, uh, the two of them are how, in though? that picture. How? That's gonna be great. Alright. Alright, my pick of the week is uh, from NXT UK last week, since it's still Wednesday tonight. And there is no new episode yet? Yet. Kushida's uh, not till tomorrow. So it's the Gero Ooh. versus Cash's Ono from their last set of tapings. The old men battle. Yeah, yeah, the old men battle. The indie grandfather. So good. Battle. Yes. yes. It, is, it is actually an excellent pick like you you for because some people who haven't seen like the how good Ligero can be when he's motivated and all that well, no you know like because he uh, okay. you know what I mean sure sure nah, and then Cassius Ono having a bone to pick on the UK side of things it's fun okay alright I'll finish this off with my pick of the week uh, we talked about this earlier it's Viceland's Dark Side of the Ring I caught all three episodes major minarathon this week so uh, episode number four comes out uh, by the time this podcast is up, and that's going to be on the surviving Von Erich kid. Oh, yeah, uh, the one, the one left. So Kevin, right? Kevin, so. yeah, Kevin Von Erich or Von Erich. Von Erich. Yeah, so he is the subject of this one, and of course, in tragedies of their lives, uh, their life. Because uh, the there's one, a lot. Yeah, uh, that that family got pretty messed up, especially towards the end of Jung run in the territorial era then episode 5 I believe is next week or in two weeks from now From now, it's about the death of gorgeous Gino or Gino Hernandez yeah. uh, so that one's also pretty mysterious uh, something that happened in the 80s uh, territorial era then So, and then it's a how many more episodes do you have after that? I'm not sure I'm not sure because um, that's the thing it's like it's is it still in like are are there more in the pipeline? it can't be more than 8 I would think I'm happy with uh, what I've seen so far and I am excited for more. I do hope that we stick to these narrators, either Dutch Mantel or Mick Foley, because okay sila. Like, um, if I were to narrate a documentary one day, they would be my pegs. So there. So if you know how there's that there's that meme if Morgan Morgan Freeman is anyone except Morgan Freeman would narrate your life. You'd pick those one of those two? No, Dinaman, Dinaman. I would still pick Morgan Freeman. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, those are our picks of the week. If you want to hit us up, then you can always find us on social media. For the show, it's at the SGP Podcast. For Chino, it's at Chino Supersized, at Caveman Camus, at Rose War, and at underscore Stan C for me. And if you want to keep supporting and keeping this podcast alive, so many ways for you to do that. First off, leave a five-star rating. Second, leave a comment. Share us on social media. Tell all your friends we exist. And subscribe, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, SoundCloud, wherever the hell you get your podcast. Pocketcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Pocketcast. Hook your boy up. Remember, me in advanced mode, man. Me in premium. Well, yeah, Pocketcast. Hook your boy up, man. All right, let us know. Let us know how, uh, how we've been doing and keep telling your friends that there is a podcast by Filipino wrestling fans for Filipino wrestling fans. On behalf of my co-hosts, Trina Liao, Raf Camus, and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C. co-host. Yeah, oh my god. Oh, nasa rotation ka na. <laughs> Second string. At least dito nasa rotation ka, dito yeah. na di Camus na nasa bench. Oh. <laughs> Alright, uh, this is us signing out. Episode number 266 of the podcast officially in the books. We're out of here. Peace.